Now we talk with state representative from Decatur, State Representative Dan Calkins, who is taking part in a Restore Illinois Collaborative Commission hearing. He's been part of that since this summer when the governor created it, passed, uh, essentially signing legislation that uh, the General Assembly passed back in May. Uh, but Representative, uh, here on the WMAY Morning News Feed, we've talked with you before about some of the false starts, some of the canceled meetings. Some of the back and forth that uh, you may or may not have been able to have with uh, with Pritzker administration officials. What do you anticipate happening today uh, in the first public Restore Illinois collaborative hearing? Uh, good morning. Good morning. Uh, well, we'll see what happens. I um, I'm not sure what you know what the purpose of the public part of it is, but I'm happy to have it. Uh, you know, and we probably should have been open to the public in the past uh i think people will have a inside kind of a view as to uh you know what what we're doing which is essentially nothing <laughs> you know we're, we're we're talking to people in the administration uh we've uh, we don't give any uh recommendations uh the commission has never uh, given guidance uh, or, or given our opinions as a as a commission uh, to the Pritzker administration. Um, it's it is more of a public hearing where where we are uh, somewhat limited time, but uh, often we get to ask a question or two. But um, you know, I, I keep asking. You know, it's nice to hear from these people, and it's nice for them maybe to hear some of our concerns about what they're doing. Um, but as far as giving guidance, uh, as far as saying, okay, you know, we, we, we think that, uh, you know, the Illinois state police uh, needs to do something different or um, Dr. ZK needs to come and, uh, you know, and, and we, you know, do something uh, in a different manner. Uh, it doesn't happen. But you'll be this is you know you'll get to hear it today, Greg. Yeah, I'll definitely be covering it um, because I've been uh, kind of following along for the Restore <laughs> Illinois Collaborative Commission for months since it was created. But this is the first public hearing. You guys are going to be disbanded at the end of this month. What 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 point is it to to have a public hearing now? Ten months into it, I know it's uh, going to focus on the business interruption grants that are available, the big program. Um, but where are the other issues? Where are people, you know, taxpayers who are impacted by this? Small businesses, representative, a third of them not open uh, since January uh, here in Illinois. When are they going to be able to hear some uh, administration officials being held accountable for for their actions on a variety of fronts, from the mitigation to the Foyd card issue to the public schools being closed and so on? Well, they'll, they'll, the uh, the administration hears us, and and we you'll hear we get to ask questions. But to your point, you know, here we go. You know, the last of the last meetings, and there, there are two more scheduled. Uh, I, I do believe, um, maybe one, um, but y you'll you'll see that the, there's no collaboration. I mean, it's it's a you know a presentation. You'll hear it today. A presentation from the uh, people in the Department of Economic and Opportunity. Uh, you know, they'll they'll give us a presentation and tell us how much money, how many places. Well, and, and and that's all 
okay, that's nice to know, but how do we get back to them? You know, what, what kind of collaboration is there? That's well, always it, been my concern. And it sounds like it's just going to be uh, similar to what types of uh, press conferences the governor's had when he brings up these types of things. And that's a criticism yeah. I've heard from Republicans uh, during the course of the Restore Illinois Collaborative Commission is it's just uh, regurgitated press conferences that the press gets access to. We're talking with State well, Representative yeah. Dan Calkins on the WMAY Morning News Feed. I'm Greg Bishop. Chris Murphy in the newsroom with a question. And uh, Representative Calkins, this has been a real disappointment to not have these public hearings and not have you guys meeting together. How much of a role do you think Mike Madigan played in that? And is this, if a new speaker does come in, in January, will we see a more of an opening and more of a COVID insight, in your opinion? Well, you're presuming we'll see a new speaker. I'm not so sure that that's going to be the case. <laughs> um, but uh, no, I, I the Pritzker administration is really, I don't believe, uh, interested or concerned um, with the opinions of, of, of the legislature. Um, this is a this this is kind of a I don't know decorations. It's it's almost like a press conference. But but I mean because, he says but but representative. I mean the governor said you know he he takes input from from lawmakers. And he he said hmm. that recently. Well, uh, I guess I'd like to see who they are and what they're telling him and how what the impact of that is because you'll see it it is like having a press conference and the elected uh, members of the commission are the press corps. Um, today, uh, I, I intend to, to ask about the, the BIG process and the, the form, the uh, form that a business has to sign in order to receive the funds. And I don't think many businesses know it, uh, and I'm not, you know, but I believe that when a business accepts a BIG uh, funding, they have to sign a form that says they'll do whatever the governor tells them to do. They have to accept the governor's executive orders in order to receive that money. Uh, I don't think that's what the Congress of the United States uh, intended. You know, when they gave that money to Illinois to help prop up small businesses that have been closed and were hurt, severely damaged. And this uh, is money by and this is money by the way that was approved back in what like April by the federal government. Yes. And we're just now in December getting around to, you know, no, freeing some of those dollars up. Are you going to be uh, focusing on, um, you know, I, I hear that the dollars are being disproportionately uh, doled out to, you know, maybe some lower income areas and uh, and, and, and some other types of, um, you know, characteristics for, for how the money's being put out there. Uh, shouldn't this be, you know, given on an even basis? All these businesses have been impacted by these orders. Well, I'm. I, I expect that we'll hear some of that today. We'll, we'll hear some rationalizations. Um, you know, this this administration has farmed out so many decisions about who gets what. You, know, you go back to the uh, rent and mortgage uh, relief funds, and uh, you know they have hired some outside firm to randomize the applications. And I mean, you know, I don't know how much. And I asked this question last week, how much of our money, particularly, 
uh, has been spent on these administrative costs. Well, what yeah, and, and like even the uh, the money for local governments uh, through the uh, the Cures Act uh, yeah. and the and the Care Act uh, that's being managed by a third party that's been brought in to uh, to manage this. So yeah, I'd like to know as well. <laughs> we got state employees, yeah. right? We I mean, yeah, we, we do, do have state well. employees that are capable and, and willing to do this type of work. Why are we farming it out to third party vendors? Yeah, good. I mean, that's the question. And Secretary of State's office, I believe, is still closed. There's a lot of employees there that they could be putting to work, that's for sure. Representative Dan Calkins joining us here. He'll be part of the uh, Restore Illinois Collaborative Commission for its first public hearing uh, since it was started in uh, the summer, and it's actually going to be disbanded at the end of the month by law. Um, Representative, you also put out a statement about the uh, LaSalle Veterans Home. Um, yes. It's it's pretty uh, incredible what's happened there. Uh, and, uh, you know, we've only had one Senate hearing on that. Uh, should there be more hearings, and what do you expect to get to the bottom of? Yes, there. You know, this is, and I know you know, uh, but your listeners. You know, I'm I'm a retired Army officer, and uh, this is particularly it's close to home for me. And you know, these are uh, veterans that have uh, come to rely on the state to uh, for their care and well-being, and they've been betrayed. Uh, this administration. Has uh, has failed has failed to protect the most vulnerable people in Illinois, uh, people in long term care facilities. Um, they're, you know, I I went through this on a nursing home here in Decatur at the very beginning, where we had a twenty some people uh, passed uh, with uh, COVID complications, and the Illinois Department of Public Health never came in for weeks and weeks and weeks until I just raised the stink and you know, not quite threatened them, but this is terrible. This is, but this is, this is exactly what's happened. And it's back, it's come back into the, to the headlines again. Um, I'm, I'm heartbroken about it. I really am. Uh, we need to hold someone accountable there. This, this is a massive failure by the Prisker administration. Um, these, these deaths did not have to occur. I mean, look at this, you know, this is November October, November, we've been at this since March, and and you know this is a, this is just tragic. And State Representative Dan, yeah, State Representative Dan Calkins, we'll have to talk with you more about that at a future date. We're plumb out of time. Greatly appreciate you taking it with us today. All uh, right, thank you, thank you for uh, calling, and, and you know, have a, have a great day, Greg.